Oh shit. Cracked real hard there. <laughs> Caleb finally hit puberty. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what up, bros? This is the All Bros Podcast. <laughs> Such an asshole. I know I am. <laughs> we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we... I, I guess we're not saying our names. What? You told Oh, me. shit! <laughs> <laughs> well, that jackass is Rose. Oh. <laughs> uh, We've said it how many episodes? I think people should know my name's <laughs> you by threw now. You me off with your <laughs> asshole comment. <laughs> what? It's true. You finally hit puberty. Screw you. 23 years later. Whatever. Like I said, this jackass is Rose. <laughs> and this piece of shit is Caleb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know where to start now. I'm not doing the intro again. Whatever. This week on the podcast, <laughs> in Adventures in Hunting, we got some new pop figures. Uh, we got quite a few new lines. Um, we also got some Blu-rays. We got actually just two of them. Yep. Uh, we're skipping through the wall, but technically not because of our main event, which I'll get into in a second. Um, in this week's sneak peeks, we're going to be talking about Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, and ooh. Then Rose is going to update us with what's in the box. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you seemed unsure there. I well, I didn't know how to respond to that. I was like, yes, yes, I am. <laughs> Uh, and then, for the main event of the evening, we are going to be doing a breakdown, but not of a movie, of an event. Yes. We are going to be doing a D23 breakdown, which is why we're not doing Through the Wall, because we went through and all the news that we found was D23 related. So, yeah. Actually, I can think of one that is not, and it was just announced today. What's that? That Andy Muschietti will be directing The Flash. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. I hope it lasts, because <laughs> I think he's a good choice. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's what you have to look for this episode. So, let's say we get into it. Let's do it. All right, first off in Adventures in Hunting, we got some new pop lines. Uh, so the first one that we're going to talk about is the Dragon Ball Z line. Which I know nothing about. Yeah, so do you have that line, like the picture I, of it yeah, pulled up? Because I don't know them all by heart. I don't know any. Okay, <laughs> so a lot of, the, so these are like a mixture of like, uh, Dragon Ball Z and GT. So the first one is a Goku in a blue gi from Dragon Ball GT. I'm pretty sure this is like the adult Goku. Uh, the next one is from Dragon Ball Z. And this is like, this is Vegeta in his training room. And he ha has like a reddish hue to him. That one actually looks pretty cool. It does. It's like, it's very, like you could, probably do like no photoshop and like put him in like a training simulator looking thing 
for a picture, and I think that'd be pretty badass. It would. I agree. Um, next, we got a Piccolo with one arm, which I believe is from Dragon Ball Z as well. Uh, next, we got like a Mecha Frieza, which is pretty cool. Just has like all of the the mech parts, mech parts which are from Dragon Ball Z. I actually looking at these; these are all from Dragon Ball Z, except for that Goku. Okay, hmm. so I don't know the names of these like attacks, but the w- next one is Krillin, and he's throwing some like laser disc looking thing. I think this is a really cool that one. That one looks cool as well. Yeah, I just I like when they're kind of off-centered. I ha- have a feeling this one's going to be hard to balance if you take it out of the box. Yeah, I agree. Just because it, it looks Let's just lopsided. Pray it comes with a stand. It pro- it'll probably come with a stand, yeah. Uh, the next one that we got is Future Trunks with the sword. I was going to say with the Z sword, but I know that's not right. <laughs> but yeah, he has a. Actually, is it? No. I'm gonna say no, but I feel like I'm gonna get my head bitten off by some Dragon Ball fans. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he he's just holding a sword, just kind of. You can. Pr- I feel like this one's gonna get customized for Link. Yeah, I could see that. Just like the position that he's I mean, in if they can pull it off, bravo to them. That's gonna that would look really cool as a custom. Yeah. Okay, the next one we got is Bulma. And this is kind of like with her fro looking hair hairdo. Kind of a weird one. Just a little bit. Yeah. And then the last one that we got is Android sixteen. Which is like a really cool looking android. That hairstyle. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's like my favorite character to play as in um in one of the games. I forget what which game it was. I'm pretty sure it was Budokai. It's because of his hair, isn't it? It was totally because of his I hair. <laughs> Hawkeye's got nothing on him. Uh, let's see where this other one is. All right, the next line that we got. <laughs> is from gladiator so we got four figures so i don't remember the character's name from gladiator i've never seen gladiator you've never seen gladiator nope it's pretty good i've heard yeah so we got a funko shop exclusive which is of him in like his skull helmet maximus that's his name is it the coolest one that is the Funko Shop one? Yes. Of course it is. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, the with him in the, the, the helmet holding a shield, the Maximus one, that's the Funko Shop exclusive. Uh, the common is Maximus kind of in his, like, are you not entertained pose. Uh, okay, I know that. He's yeah. Something. Uh, the FYE exclusive, he's more in his, like, military garb. Like, it's very, like, red and everything. Where, as Maximus, he's in, like, a blue. Okay. And then I f- 
don't know how to pronounce his name. Commodus, Joaquin Phoenix's character, uh, in his black armor, and he just has his thumbs down, which is what he would do to say, like, basically, like, execute them. (laughs) Freaking awesome. (laughs) Uh, The next line that we got, if I can find it, is the tombstone line. All right, so the first one that we got is the Doc Holiday Common. Have you seen Tombstone? Nope. You haven't? No. That's a good one, too. It's kind of sad. I don't know any of these pop lines. Yeah, that's true, huh? Mm. Yeah, so we got Doc Holliday, and who is played by Val Kilmer. Okay. Freaking awesome. <laughs> uh, just real basic he has like a really long coat over him and he's holding a rifle uh then we got Wyatt Earp which is badass uh we got Virgil Earp and then we got Morgan Earp all of them are like really badass looking figures and then we got a Walmart exclusive Doc Holiday where he's holding two pistols and then He's not wearing, like, a a jacket, just in his suspenders and his undershirt. And then there's a Target exclusive where he's holding, like, a a cup. And that's... So, my dad's a big fan of Tombstone. Yeah. And I want to get him that Target exclusive. Because that's from, like, his favorite scene, too. Where this there's this guy... That is, like, beating the shit out of someone. Yeah. And so Wyatt and everyone comes out and is, like, ready to blow this dude's head off. And basically, like, is, like, oh, told, like, hey, you're alone. And then Doc Holliday comes and he's, you could, like, he's a he's a he's an alcoholic. Like, even by Western time standards. Really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. So he's just, like, constantly, like, just drunk. <laughs> and so he pulls a like a pistol on this dude because he goes to try and pull a pistol on Wyatt and yeah. they Wyatt and Doc are like super close friends, so this dude <laughs> goes for his gun, Doc Holiday pulls out his and he's just like, Don't you touch that? And then he looks over at Doc and he's just like like crazy fool you're probably so drunk you're seeing double and then he pulls out another pistol and he's just like i got enough like i got two pistols one for each of you oh my gosh <laughs> it is so freaking cool like i love that line i have to admit i kind of want that walmart exclusive i just love that pose that looks badass yeah so i i thought that like originally when i saw that i thought that was the one for each of you figure yeah but when i went back and like looked at the scene because i wanted to show brielle that scene it was actually the target exclusive oh cool so that's kind of the one i want to get my dad and maybe if i can find them at like reasonable prices maybe get him the other herps yeah i'll definitely keep my eye open though for that target for you hell yeah um and yeah and then we this one's not really a line but it is just an individual figure and the only reason i'm bringing this one up is because my cousin brianca is a big old fan of this dude uh from panic at the disco brendan yuri 
and he is a Hot Topic exclusive, I think. Like I'm, Let's find out. Pretty sure. And she's like a Hot Topic junkie. <laughs> Hot Topic's also getting a Dapper Sally. I don't know how I feel about that one. Yeah, I feel you there. What the heck is it? You know, scrolling through this page, we forgot to mention about the Energizer Bunny. Coming soon. Pop oh, coming that's soon. Right. That one looks really cool. I really want that one. Oh, uh, and then we also, also got the Coca-Cola bear. Yep. And the uh, new Stranger Things season three pops. Oh, Alexi and, and what's her name? Oh, shit. Uh, too bad you can't see our name tag. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. It's not Robin. Yeah, that's what it was. Was it Robin? Yeah, it was Robin. I feel like that name has been used a lot lately. It has. Dude, we missed a lot, <laughs> a lot to talk about. Like which ones? Uh, the the op. I I I didn't really watch a lot of the last Airbender. Appa or is it Appa? Appa. Appa. The uh six inch flocked Appa coming to box lunch. That one's really cool. Okay, where is this pop? Yeah, let me see. Because I swear they... Okay, well, Caleb tries to find this because I just saw it on the Funko page again. Okay, last Friday, I believe it was last Friday, the Funko shop released Scrappy-Doo for their release of the day. And he sold out in three minutes. What world do we live in that people actually love Scrappy that his Funko pump sells out? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I enjoy Scrappy quite a bit. I'm not, I'm not a Scrappy hater. And I really wanted the pop, but it sold out before I could even get it. I'm like, damn it. And I was on the page ready to check out and just, it was gone. So I'll be looking to, to eBay in the next couple months for that. Yeah, so I found him. How far down was it? It wasn't that far down. Am I just blind? You might have not seen it because I almost missed I it. I was probably looking for the stock photo. Yeah. So, yeah, he's coming out at Hot Topic and it looks like he's wearing like a gold jacket. Fancy. Um, Nothing real special, but it's special to my cousin. So that's why I'm doing it. Also, so it's shout oh, out yeah. to her. It was part of that Hot Topic Periscope last night. Dude, she's going to be so confused when we tag her in this episode. Because <laughs> along with that, we they announced the uh, Diamond Edition uh, Miguel from Coco and then the Diamond Edition uh, Coraline. Ugh. Freaking freaks me out still. You just don't know good animated movies. <laughs> Screw you. Uh, moving on to Blu-rays. We got two new Blu-rays coming out this week. The first one... Actually, both of these we haven't seen. Nope. But yeah. one of them I kind of am interested in seeing. Which one? Ma. Really? You're not interested in seeing the other one? I I dig psychological like horror. I do too, but I or I, I mean, I'm I want to see both. Like I I want to see both, but I want to see Ma a bit more. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that one. But yeah, then the next one is Men in Black International. Yeah. Which. I want to talk to the person that thought the steelbook design was a good idea. They just put the alien on the front, or whatever the alien is called. That like, I guess is um, Chris Hemsworth and uh, oh shit, I forgot her name. Tessa Thompson. Damn it. 
Uh, it's gonna for, fail you so hard. <laughs> yeah, I know you would have. Uh, Tessa Thompson's new buddy in the movie, I guess. So yeah, I hate how the steelbook looks. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Yeah, yeah. So whoever designed that, put on the cone of shame and go stand <sighs> in the corner, and think about what you've done. Imagine if they're listening. Okay. <laughs> Dude, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would. Uh, all right. Anything else to add about adventures and hunting? No. All right. Cool. Uh, moving on to this week's sneak peeks: the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Yes, the final trailer. Oh, this looks good. Yes, I agree. And Caleb had the exact same reaction as me during the trailer. There's a part where uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is like making like faces at this kid, you know, entertaining him on the train, and the mother turns around and she's just like, "Would you stop antagonizing my kid or something like that?" And I'm just like, "Lady, he's actually entertaining your son. I'm like, you're unlike yourself." Yeah. So I you watched can just that at work. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I wish we were recording so people could see what you just did. <laughs> uh, that was awesome. I didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> it's just the way, like, you said, stiff. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, like, I watched that in my work truck today. Or yesterday? It, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. And when I saw that scene, I was just like, bitch (laughs) like what the hell like i've made faces at kids before and no one says shit like the parents usually smile back at me and they're just like oh that's cute because they think i'm just being goofy like they no one's like quinn antagonizing my kid excuse the hell out of me for trying to be nice yeah i don't i'd probably cuss at them and be like you know what screw you (laughs) even though that's not cussing i'd say something a lot meaner but we are a strictly pg-13 even though we get one for PG-13, one F-word. Yeah. Yeah, we don't roll like that. Um, Yeah, I really enjoy the laugh. The laugh is, like, very important for a Joker. Yes, and I And Walking completely... Phoenix freaking nails it. Yeah. I'm interested to see how he came up with the name Joker because towards the end when he's being introduced to Robert De Niro, he's like, oh, introduce me as Joker. I really want to know how he came up with that. Yeah. It's interesting that this is going to be a completely new story. Like, um, who is it? Todd Phillips directing this? I believe it's Todd Phillips. Uh, Like, he's not going off the comics or anything. It's a completely original story. And I appreciate that. I do, too. I think original stories and, like, when directors can just kind of do what they want, that's when great movies are made. Excuse me. I'm just a little hesitant just because it's the Joker and he's the best Batman villain of all time. Right. So... I'm still very interested to see what he uh, brings to the character. I feel that we're going that this movie, if it's my thoughts on this, with how much critical acclaim it's getting, and how yeah, it's like doing really well at film festivals. Really? Oh yeah. shit! I'm like, it hasn't even come out yet. Yeah. Oh. Well, f- film festivals, people love it. Oh, okay, that's good. I have a feeling that when we walk walk out of the theater, 
we are going to have very positive and very negative feelings about it. I feel very positive that it's going to be a really good movie. It's going to have like a great story, great acting, all that stuff. Yeah. But I feel we're going to leave a little disappointed that we're never going to get to see this Joker with a Batman. I could see that. So, yeah, that's what I'm feeling for, uh, for this movie that we're going to leave thinking like that was a freaking killer movie, but we're never going to get to see this Joker with a Batman. So, but I mean, do we want to see Joaquin Phoenix go up against Robert Pattinson? I would. Oh, that, (laughs) that answers my question. (laughs) I, after some thought, after some reflection, I think Robert Pattinson's a decent choice. I do too. It's, I mean, he he is a good actor, but I I gotta see some like test screen test footage or something before I can make my final judgment. You know, I think he's he could pull off the look as Bruce Wayne. Yes, like I think he's gonna do really good as Bruce Wayne. I'm just a little hesitant on Batman. Yeah, I feel like if anything, he's just gonna be like a skinnier Batman. Yeah. So he's, I think he's going to have more like, uh, maybe an Adam West-ish look. Maybe a more fit Adam West-ish look. Just not the same costume, please. Yeah, not the same costume, obviously. Oh, he doesn't want to get ripped as Ben Affleck? I don't know, Ben. Shit, he was Robert ripped. Pattinson can get freaking He can, big. but you have to admit, like, Henry, uh, not Henry, Ben Affleck got pretty freaking ripped for He Batman got like... Superman bulky yeah okay so i feel like he's i think we're so used to seeing like a bulky batman yeah because i feel even christian bale's batman was pretty bulky not as bulky as ben's yeah definitely not as bulky as ben but ben affleck has also said that he has a harder time losing weight but he and like building that muscle like it doesn't stick with him very long yeah so I feel like the bulkiness of that Batman isn't sustainable. All right. So I'm I appreciate like I feel like a really big, bulky, just large, stocky Batman wouldn't be able to move around as much as a skinny, well-built Batman. That's a good point. So that's kind of what why I'm leaning more towards like wanting this to happen. Okay. So, Robert Pattinson, I'm on your team. I'm almost fully on your team. I gotta see some test footage with you. So, if Ben Affleck is Batfleck, yeah, is he Battinson? <laughs> yeah, that has a way better ring to it. Kind of does. Yeah. Anyway, um, one out of ten for Joker. I don't know if I want to give it a full 10. Or do I? These are the questions. You know, I'm going to give it a 10. Yeah? Yeah. That's what I'm sitting to. Like, this is opening night for me. Whoa. Damn. Well, that's but what you, like that's what a 10 is to yeah, me. Yeah, oh, I know. But yet you won't see it chapter 2 opening weekend? No, I need to see that in the daytime. <laughs> I need to come out in the light and know that the world is good. <laughs> Wussy. Whatever, forget you. You know, I'm just gonna you know what I'm gonna do? 
okay, wait, no. Well, cause okay, if we if we see this together, I can't do this. But if you do plan on like seeing a second viewing by yourself, I'm gonna wait outside the theater, and right as you're walking out, red balloons just gonna float past you. I'm gonna make it happen. I you would probably see me cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would be out of commission for a while. <laughs> oh shit. All right. Um, do we got anything else for this week's sneak peeks that you want to discuss? No, one that we didn't talk about a couple weeks ago was the new trailer for the Adams Family. Forgot to talk oh, that's about true. that. Yeah. Um, I'm actually really excited for this movie. Like, considering how much I love the Adams Family, I'm actually more excited for this than Joker. I'm not. I grew up with the Adams Family. So. I did too. Oh, but okay. I grew up with the show and the movies. I see. I never really watched the show. I only grew up with the movies. Yeah, I I was raised on the show because oh, okay. those were on TV Land all the time. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch the first one a lot. The second one was my it was my crap. Like that's what it was. Yeah, the my the shows that I was like raised on were obviously like children's shows and when the whatever was monsters uh no just as good as the adams family sorry (laughs) uh yeah so yeah children's shows and then when it wasn't children's shows it was tv land and i actually preferred watching this shit on tv land like i would watch uh batman or batman and robin uh, the Incredible Hulk, Swamp Thing every once in a while, and then Adam's Family. All, like, super great shows. I actually still watch uh, The Incredible Hulk. Oh, yeah, that's because you're the biggest Hulk fan I've ever met. Damn right. This poor guy did not was not able to grow up with SpongeBob, Jimmy Neutron, the Fairly Odd. I could Odd watch Jimmy Par- Neutron. Oh, okay. Okay, so. It was just SpongeBob and the Fairly Odd Parents and... A lot of other ones. <laughs> the Proud Family? Uh, no. My mom did not like the animation style on that one. Okay, you know what? Honestly, that's kind of understandable, because even looking back at some of the episodes, I'm like, okay, this is a children's show? Yeah. I think it was the dad. The dad was very like oh, yeah. scary looking. That's fair. Yeah, so... Yeah, Proud Family, she didn't like the animation style. Gotta um, love Oscar Proud. Come on. Gotta love Oscar Proud. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a few others that we couldn't watch just because my mom didn't want us to. It's okay. And you some of them I was alright with. You can watch them now. That's all that matters. Yeah, but I don't want to. Like, Proud. <laughs> I don't have no interest in watching Proud Family. That's actually a really good cartoon, though. I've heard it is, but I... I don't know. This one Disney Channel is actually still good. <laughs> I might have to give it a, like a shot if I can find it on Hulu or Netflix. If anything, watch the movie. The movie? Yeah, the Proud Family movie. Okay, Please I could watch do that. the movie. I could do that. Okay. Talk him into something. Yes. All right, moving on to what's in the box. That's my cue, and I already blew it. Gosh damn it, Rose. Sorry, I was I was focused on the Adams Family. We didn't really even talk about the trailer. Yeah, we didn't. 
We good, just talked to that. We're excited about it. Good trailer, in my opinion. I thought the funny tease at the end with Cousin It was really cool. I freaking love Cousin It. And then uh, Wednesday making a huge deal about bringing the frog to life. That was great. <laughs> All right. So this past weekend, we had Angel Has Fallen at number one. That brought in $21 million. We had Good Boys debut uh, coming, <laughs> coming in at number two. That brought in $11 million. Um, Overcomer. I don't know that movie. Overcomer? Yeah. I haven't heard of that movie. I haven't either. Oh, shit, I lost it. (laughs) (laughs) My thumb swiped left. Um, that brought in eight million. Uh, number four, we got Hobbs and Shaw, which which broasted, brought in eight million. And then in fifth place, we got The Lion King, which brought in another $8 million. Bloody hell. I know. Let me see. Dude, I don't know if it was just me, but I would have sworn up and down that Angel Has Fallen had already come out. That's That's fair. Like, I thought it was... What movie am I thinking of? I don't know. Because I feel like this wasn't... This one's with Morgan Freeman in it, isn't it? Yep. Wasn't he in one like this already? He was in the other two, the previous two. But I haven't seen Morgan Freeman in a movie in quite a while. Huh. I think actually the last movie I saw him in was Going in Style. Really? Yeah. Did you see that movie? I want to say I sent you the code. You did. I have not watched it yet. It's it's fun. Like, it's so cool seeing uh, Michael Caine... Alan Arkin, Morgan Freeman, rob a bank together. Huh. Yeah, it, it's a fun movie. Those three make it. Make the movie fun. Cool. So, we need to decide. I kind of want to do Ready or Not for next week. Yeah, I'm down. But, yeah, we'll figure it out. No Dora. No Dora. <laughs> Yeah, we were going to, but then it's just kind of I still gotta too see far it. away. I still got to see it in theaters. Yeah, I think Brielle wants to go see it on Monday. So, maybe. Yeah. I mean, if all else fails, we can go see that one. <laughs> uh, Alright, so I think that wraps up all of our news. So, let's say we move on to our main event of the evening. Let's do it. Time for the main event. Let's play game. All right. For this main event, we are going to be doing a D23 breakdown. But first, before we begin that, I wanted to um, give a shout out to someone that we missed last week. So the reason we didn't bring this one up last week was because... We got it as soon as we had finished recording. Actually, it was, we got, okay, a little into our process here. <laughs> Story time. So, yeah, we got the the shout out last week from Ronin Geek News. Uh, we got that immediately after we finished recording. So we went through and just recorded that shout out. And then I magic editing shit and I threw that one in. Yep. We didn't get the review. 
viewer dude, who is our next shout out, uh, until you left. Shit. Yeah. So I was just like, gosh damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so our question of the week last week was what their favorite fight from a Marvel film was. And his, or the reviewer dude, or it's the underscore reviewer underscore dude, uh, his answer was Spidey and New Goblin versus Sandman and Venom from Spider-Man 3. It's a good choice. It was a damn good choice. I love that fight. There's so much going on, but I feel Raimi was able to still make it work very well. He does excellent with action. He does. So I just watched the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, and it's a good movie. The His dialogue, his not story-related dialogue sucks. <laughs> like, hard. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it gets better. Like, I, I, I want to watch Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3. Just to like compare, I I mean I watched Spider Man two a couple months ago and I can definitely say I think the dialogue in that one is definitely better than the first one. Yeah, like during the action stuff, his the action's like really or the dialogue's really good. Yeah, uh, I love like the the scene with Green Goblin when he's dropping the trolley of kids and Mary Jane. I love that he, like that dialogue just like. There comes like a time when a hero has to make a tough choice, or someone makes it for him. Yeah, and he's just like, "Man, choose." Yeah, drops like him. make your choice and then drops some. Yeah. It's, I love that. Like that dialogue is awesome. The during the fights, it's awesome. It's just the filler that's just like cringy, like really cringy. Like and that. that's remember that scene we were talking about <laughs> with. Uh, in the first Spider-Man where he's on the ceiling and then the blood drips and then he jumps out the window and underneath like that balcony. Yeah. That bugged me (laughs) to no freaking end. So hard. (laughs) Like so freaking hard because Oh my gosh. So much wrong with that scene. (laughs) So he's on the ceiling Norman's walking out the door. The window is, like, on the other side. The blood drops in the center, right? Yes. So it drops in the middle of the room. Norman turns around, looks down at the blood, and you're telling me that he does not see Spider-Man jump out the window. Like, it would have made more sense if he went above. Then you could justify, oh, he just... Like, crawled out and just went above the window. But he goes underneath. So that means he would have had to crawl out the window somehow. Or jump out. Whatever. Not make a noise jumping out. But jump out or crawl out or whatever. And then crawl down. And then kind of, like, scoop under. Without getting caught. And Green Goblin only looked down for, like, a couple seconds. Bullshit. <laughs> Ah, rant over. He's Tobey Maguire. He can do anything. Uh, Except have decent dialogue. 
Even the dialogue between him and Mary Jane was like freaking rough. Dude, remember the dialogue between him and Flash? I don't want to fight you, Flash. I wouldn't want to fight me either. Yeah, I was just like, you guys are so retarded. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or like the, I, I can't remember if it's in the first one, when he's like, punch me, I'll bleed, or something like that. Is that in the first one? Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's the second one. Oh, that's the second one. <laughs> Okay, maybe what I said about the second one is wrong. <laughs> maybe it's not until the third one that it gets better. Dude, the, in the first one with Flash, like, she's having this, like, I, gosh, this just turned into a Spider-Man rant. <laughs> in the first one, when he's having, the, like, the this back-and-forth chat, um, also want to make note, the abusive home life that Mary Jane has, yeah, completely pointless. Yeah, like literally, they just show her like yelling at her dad and walking out, and like, yeah, just storm me out, and that's it. Yeah, like it doesn't add any. Like, I think he wrote that to add depth that wasn't there to yeah. Mary Jane. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she's out there having, and she's like ready to rip Peter's head off. Like, when she comes out, she's like, did you, were you listening to all that? And he's just like, what? No, I was just taking out the garbage. And I'm like, shit. Like, you ornery bitch. (laughs) Like, half the neighborhood heard. (laughs) So you're getting mad at the one guy that's next door? Anyway, they're having, like, this heart-to-heart back and forth. And then Flash comes out of nowhere. And it's just like, hey, come look, check out my new birthday present. And then she, like, walks. She, like, just says, like, this really quiet goodbye. And then starts running off and being like, oh, my God. Like, losing her mind. Like, the tone did not fit. Yeah. And then <laughs> then he get, lets her in the car and then goes, like, walks around. And she's like, hey, 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 don't scratch the leather. I'd be like, screw you. Freaking <laughs> asshole. Uh, anyway, that had nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> Spider-Man Three, great fight. Yes, um, I really liked the uh, New Goblin's way of turning Sandman's arm into glass. That was awesome. Yeah, that, that whole scene was awesome. Like it really was. The dialogue in there was even like great. I think we talked about it, like when they're flying down on the glider, and he's just like, "Hang on," and he's like, "To what?" Yep. And he's like, "Dude, I'd been like, you're sticky, <laughs> <laughs> dipshit. <laughs> you don't have to hold on to shit." <laughs> but anyway, we would like to thank the reviewer, dude. Yes, thank you for the response. We appreciate it. Yeah, and we're sorry we couldn't do it. The <sighs> Shout out last week. Yeah. But you I'll were take, late. I'll take full blame. <laughs> yeah, you just had to leave to yeah. get to yeah. bed so you could wake up early for work, didn't yeah. you? Yep. Asshole. I'm, I know, Selfish. Right? I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you are. You're selfish. Uh, all right. Anyway, getting back on track. <laughs> uh, yeah, getting back on track. D23. So D23 was last week? Yes. Yeah. So we got some pretty great news. We're we're going through like the shows and the movies. I'm trying to think if there's anything. Yeah, shows and movies. That's all we're going through um, with this. So 
Like this is like our through the wall segment as well. Yeah. So we're gonna go through each of the little segments or the sections that they talk about with Disney Plus because this was a very Disney Plus centered event. Yeah. Which really, I appreciate. Yeah, I did. You can definitely tell like Disney is holding nothing back when it comes to the streaming service. Like holy shit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I think we go with what we know the least to what we know the best i like this plan okay so the stuff we know the least star wars (laughs) (laughs) i might know more about star wars actually than like some of the marvel stuff okay well i'll make up for that okay okay so first off we got the rise of skywalker teaser my gosh oh my hell i cannot wait for this movie i liked how it opened up with like an intro to through all the movies that was so awesome and it went in like chronological yes chronological to us yeah i was gonna say no it didn't go (laughs) it didn't go in order because they started with four through six and then went to one to three so real what do they call that like the real life chronological order real sure let's go with that release order sure let's go with that (laughs) okay yeah so they went through like the release order which was awesome and then we got just like little bits of new footage yep uh we got a little bit of uh c3po with red eyes yeah what's up with him and red shit i don't know like he doesn't have that red arm anymore yeah they didn't explain that at all so now he has red eyes i mean i i I don't know i don't understand what star wars is doing i i feel like there's some people that could explain this a little bit better um how much want to bet they explain it like a comic book or like a book that why this is why c3po has a red arm yeah, so I'm interested in listening to. I haven't listened to it yet, but the Fortress of Nerditude, the day that we're recording, it came out today, and I heard that they were talking about. I listened to like a majority of it, and then they said that they were talking about D23, and I knew that we were doing this one, and I was just like, shit, because <laughs> I wanted to listen, but because he's like way more knowledgeable on Star Wars than us. Yeah, so, if I brought my coworker JC onto the show, yeah, he could literally school us with anything Star Wars. Dude, why? We need people because <laughs> <laughs> we're we're very Marvel centric in our knowledge. Yeah, like Marvel, and horror, Pixar, horror, everything else. We're just kind of like not as knowledgeable. Yeah. Like I think we're above like an average. Consumer. Like, he gives me so much shit when I say that Episode 7 is my favorite Star Wars movie. Episode 7? That's the... The Force Awakens. Oh. Yeah. Don't worry, it's not The Last Jedi. I was thinking... Piece for... of shit movie. <laughs> I was thinking for some reason Empire Strikes Back. I was just like, why would he give you shit about that? <laughs> <laughs> but nope, I'm just dumb. Uh, Yeah, so this... The trailer was badass. It was. And I I thought it was awesome that after it sh- as it's finishing up showing all these clips, it uh the um the speech from Luke from the first trailer comes in and it fits perfectly, I think. Um so I thought that was really cool. Wait, from the what? 
Like from the first trailer, you know, like when he's like, we passed on all that we know. Oh, that's right. Thousand generations live in you now. Yeah. Then um, we get to see the coolest ending of all time. But we also got something cool towards the middle. Ray throwing her lightsaber. Oh, shit. That was a freaking badass, too. How the hell did she learn how to do that? I I know. <laughs> how did she pick up on Jedi shit so fast? I have a theory, and it kind of ties into what we saw at the very end. Okay, what's that? So, like, first off, the very end, we get to see, like, a dark gray. Do you hear that Disney already spoiled that? What do you mean? Like, Kevin, never mind, I'm not going to say anything. Disney kind of, like, put their foot in their mouth and kind of spoiled that. Okay, spoiler alert for, like, the next, how long do you think this is going to take? Like, let's say a minute. A minute? Okay, so skip ahead a minute if you don't want to hear this shit. Basically, that that doesn't actually happen in the movie. That was like a forced stream. Raid it, Raid does not like go over to the dark side. It's a what? Like a forced stream? I don't know what they're a called. Forced stream? Like yeah. a vision? Yeah, like a vision. Lame. Yeah, JC <laughs> told me that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. The, uh, Disney let that slip. I'm like, shit, that sucks. All right, well, there goes my theory. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I can't confirm. I'm pretty sure that yeah, that's what's happening. Okay, so. Spoiler alerts free now, I guess. You probably listen to it, so yeah. I don't know why we do that. Anyway, so, damn, that really jacks up my, my theory. Okay, I still want to hear the theory. Okay, so my theory was that this wasn't, I thought this was like a clone of Ray. Like, I thought that they, like, the the First Order found a child, or just got a child, and found like that they were very strong in the force yeah went to go and claim this child and then maybe darth sidious was just like hey i built a clone army why can't i build a clone army of people that are strong in the force and then like creates like an army of like very strong force users or maybe he's like testing it out and then one of them is ray like the original that gets like kind of abandoned and then the other one kind of gets raised up to become like a Sith. That was my theory, but obviously it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I think that'd be kind of interesting. I don't know if Disney would actually go for it. I think it'd be cool. It would be cool. Like if you saw a child that like, that's what I would do. Like if I built, you'd, you'd no, if I built an army, side. no, if I was Darth Sidious and I built or and I had an army commissioned. Yeah. And they worked really well. I mean, obviously they can't aim worth a damn. <laughs> but if I had an oh. army commissioned <laughs> and they were all like exactly the same, had the same skill sets and everything. Yeah. I would want to test that out with something or with someone that's strong in the force. I'd be like if this person's that strong in the force, maybe I can clone that and build like an army of sith i can just imagine like uh if like this really was in the movie and you uh kylo rents he's raid do that with her uh, lightsaber he'd be like i got freaking chipped with mine this is bullshit <laughs> dude could you imagine like she opens up like the double <laughs> big deal and then she flips it and he's like fuck <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. Oh, shit. That'd be awesome. 
Um, anything else about this trailer? No, I'm freaking stoked for this movie. I am too. Like, I, and I usually. J.J. Abrams not. will get the nasty taste of Brian Johnson out of my mouth. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Good luck with that. I trust Abrams. <laughs> okay, so the next uh, trailer that we got was for The Mandalorian, which is a series on Disney Plus. And it opens with a very terrifying image, or disturbing, you know, clone trooper heads on um, spears. Yep. Yeah, that 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 was quite an opening. I appreciate that abrupt opening. I do too. Um, I I don't know who this bounty hunter is supposed to be. I have no idea. Like, either. do they not explain that at all? No, because like literally the only line that's spoken in the trailer is it's a tough business being a bounty hunter. Wouldn't you agree? Isn't that what they say? I think that's what they say. Yeah. Um, the imagery looks really cool. It does. Like, just I mean, I'll watch this show just for the imagery alone imagery 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 alone i will too um because i mean why not yeah exactly <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna own disney plus anyway yeah, so, so. <laughs> might as well i just feel like there's like so much that i have to watch like i'm like not even gonna like touch like netflix or hulu it seems for like months I don't know about that because really? a lot of these shows are only going to be like few episodes. Like they're, I think, yeah, but aren't they like, like most of them are going to be like six to eight episodes? Yeah, but doesn't that mean doesn't that usually mean they're like an hour long though? I think they're usually about. I'm trying to think of like because an... usually when people do that, that means that they're each an hour long. Because if they're only thirty minutes, they usually do between like sometimes like fifteen to twenty two. Right. So I know that, like with the show Supernatural, yeah, those are about an hour long, like a TV hour. So maybe like forty-five, fifty minutes. Yeah. Though, so those ones have like up into the twenties per season. Damn. Yeah. So with these, I think they're only going to be six six to eight episodes, and I'm guessing about an hour each. Yeah, because I mean that's what Stranger Things did. Yeah, like, like they're, Stranger they're about Things, eight yeah. episodes per season, and they're about an hour. And Stranger Things isn't a hard thing to binge. No, it's not. So I don't think so any of these good. shows are going to be very hard to binge either. No, uh-uh. I I completely agree. Um, I'm curious as whether or not The Mandalorian is going to be easy to binge, or is this coming out week by week? Yeah, see, that's the thing. I don't know, like, how Disney's doing this. Like, are they doing it with Netflix? Like, when they do an original TV series, they release all the episodes at once? Or are they doing it to where, like, they release a new episode week by week? I don't know how I feel about week by week. I, yeah. I'm sorry. If there's a show I'm excited for, the reason why I get streaming is so I can watch it back to back. I mean, because that's the same thing with Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, really anything you get streaming you get it so you don't have to wait another week to find out what happens. Yeah, that's the issue I have with like the CW. That's why I have or like the those shows like Arrow and Flash. I haven't been keeping up with them cuz I'm kind of just waiting for them to end. <laughs> yeah, that's and fair. And that way I can just kind of binge my way through them all. Yeah, no. And I feel like that's I don't want that to happen with yeah. with these shows. Like no, I kind of the want them way. all at one time and I mean, unless Mandalorian is supposed to be an ongoing, like, I understand, like, if they wanted to do that with this show, 
the Mandalorian specifically. Yeah. Um, because maybe they wanted to it like keep it going for an extended period of time, maybe past six or eight episodes. But then like some of the other shows like uh WandaVision or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I want those out at one time. Yes, I completely agree. Same thing with Hawkeye, even though that's a ways away. Yeah, this is yeah, a long ways away. Don't remind me. <laughs> so yeah, the Mandalorian looks great. It does. Uh definitely gonna be something that I watch. Uh hopefully I can binge it. Yeah. Because it's hard for me to want to come back to a show like week no, after week. I, uh, yeah. I got That's other shit to do. <laughs> yeah, I feel you there. Uh and then the last bit of Star Wars news that we got uh is probably the best. Ewan McGregor is reprising his role as Obi Wan and he is coming back for his own show on Disney Plus. Hell yes. So this is supposed to be between uh, episode three and episode four. I feel that makes the most sense if you're doing an Obi-Wan Kenobi, either movie or TV series. I don't know what point, but I feel you could do like any point. You could. Um, I've like, there's some things that you, I don't know if, what they're gonna do like do you think he's gonna meet darth maul or do you think he's gonna like have a run-in with vader wait meet darth maul yeah remember he's alive in solo oh yeah sorry like so, do you sorry think for a second i thought like he died in episode one still i'm like caleb like <laughs> <laughs> i know enough <laughs> to get through with that apparently you know more than me so, like, I think that'd be really cool if he that runs into be. Darth Maul. Oh, wait. No, that would work, wouldn't it? I think it would. Then he could run into Vader, too. I mean, I wouldn't say for very long. Because he still calls... I think there's, like, a point where, like, that they could use with this and... I want anyone who's like a big Star Wars fan to correct me if I'm wrong. You need to get your friend to listen to this one. Okay, so to correct us. Okay. But I think that there's a point, like there's a story behind when Obi-Wan has faith in Anakin mm-hmm. that he's still like inside Vader versus like in episode four. Because he keeps calling. So in episode four... He is constantly calling Vader Darth, right? Yeah, yes, that's true. But in the third one, he's like always Anakin, Anakin, Anakin. Mm-hmm. And then when he like he even calls himself Darth Vader, I, I'm not sure if he calls himself Darth Vader. Yeah, I don't, it's been so long since I've seen A New Hope. Yeah. No, not A New Hope. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Oh. I th- I think he only says Lord Vader. He doesn't say Darth Vader. Okay, so yeah, there. I feel like there would be a story behind Obi Wan giving up on Anakin, because I feel like the way that it ended, or Episode Three ended, I feel like he would still be calling Anakin, Anakin. I don't think he would switch to calling him Darth Vader. That's a good point. Or Vader, or whatever. 
like I feel like there's I feel like something has to happen where he just kind of gives up hope. Yeah. And I f- I want that where we get another Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan Kenobi fighting Darth Vader. That would be pretty sweet. Right? Cuz that lightsaber fight in episode 3 is probably my favorite f- Star Wars lightsaber fight ever. Oh, that's mine for sure. It's fantastic. Yeah. Like, that's probably the only thing from episode three that I like. I mean, Ewan McGregor's performance. Well, yeah, but Ewan McGregor is the best thing Star Wars has done, at least with the prequels. I was going to say, like, um, there's... With the prequels, with the prequels, I want to specify that, with the prequels. Hayden Christensen was way better in episode three than he was in episode two. That's not a high bar. I know, but I still think he did a decent job in episode three. I did too. Like, yeah, yeah. I think he like it. He did very well at showing like that conflict with himself because he it did not look like he wanted to kill those younglings until Obi Wan was reviewing that footage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's like. Oh my hell! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I I want to see a, an interaction between Vader and Obi Wan. I do too. Like just one more, like then you can have that long gap of time, and then it would make sense for Darth Vader to just be like, "Oh, it's a I, I'm feeling something that I haven't felt for a long time." Yeah, like that person. Because you still need, like, a significant amount of time. True. Like, I'm saying anything over 15 years. You just imagine Ewan McGregor with gray hair. Oh, it'd be freaking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Then he'd start looking like Obi-Wan from episode four. I can't remember what part they took from Infinity War, but someone posted... When Disney announced that Uma McGregor's coming back as Obi-Wan, but then they say uh, Tom Holland's leaving the MCU, someone posted a soul for a soul or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, I should not laugh at this. I should be crying. <laughs> Dude, I wanted to cry. Uh, so that covers everything with Star Wars. Uh, moving on to Disney. So all the Disney shows. The first one that I think we should talk about uh, is Cruella. And this is Emma Stone playing Cruella, right? Emma Stone is playing Cruella, and I love it. I am too. I, I'm down for this. I am so down. I I don't know if I love the costume. I can dig it. I can somewhat. I, I don't know. I kind of wish it would be a little different. I mean, to me, like the perfect Cruella costume was like what Glenn Close wore. Glenn Close wore in the uh, first two. 101 Dalmatian movies. That's fair. So this movie is supposed to be or take place in the 1970s. Okay. Which they I'm not sure like cuz I was reading in this the article that um the original 101 Dalmatians was like the animated one was yeah. took place in like the 60s. So, may- so it's sense. like maybe this one takes place after the events of 101, like the animated okay, one. Okay, but if I'm they like, did Ugh. they gotta like age Emma Stone like crazy? Because she does look, look young. Yeah, 
Because so, even in animation, Cruella does not look as young as Emma Stone. No. <laughs> Unless she's just horribly mis like disfigured. Yeah. Um, so the director for this show will be Craig Gillespie, G- Gillespie, or G- yeah, Gillespie. Uh, that looks like Gillespie to me. Gillespie. Gillespie. Yeah. Yeah. She said. Yeah. So he is, or his um. One of the things that he's known for is Itania. Still need to see that. It's a pretty good it movie. Is. Like, uh, it's really messed up. Yeah. But it's really good. Is Margot Robbie top notch in that movie? Oh, top notch. Okay. Good. And then, uh, oh, shit. Allison Janney. Oh, yeah. I heard she was amazing in that movie. Oh, I loved her in that. I love everything she does. That's true. That woman can do no wrong. Yep. Uh, this show is also set to star Emma Thompson, and they don't—they did not announce her role, but people are assuming that she is going to play Cruella's mother. Ooh, yeah, interesting dynamic there. Because Emma Emma Thompson can pull off witch, so I'd yeah. be interested to see Nanny that. McPhee. Yeah, that's true. And uh, P.L. Travers in Saving Mr. Banks. Yep. So, ooh, I'm excited for that. If that is what she's cast as. Yeah. So the image that they released of Emma Stone, she has three Dalmatians on a leash. Yeah. So maybe this is how she grows to hate Dalmatians, maybe? Could be. Like, it could be an origin story for for Cruella. It could be a continuation. Like, we just don't know. I'm excited to see where this come, like, what more comes from this. Yeah. Weren't there two guys in the back? Yeah. So those were her henchmen. So are those supposed to be, um, oh, what's his name? It's Jasper and something. Yep. It's those two guys. Ah, oh, yes. I love those two. Yeah. So that's why people are thinking that maybe it's after 101. Okay. They better, like, deliver as good as, um. Um, I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> uh, so this show is set to release May 28, 2021. And so, like, is it just me, or does it seem, like, really early to get, like, images like that? It is, considering, we, like, uh, Hawkeye comes out the same year, right? 2021? Yeah. I'm not sure what the release date for that one is. I think that's the same year, or the same, and yeah, we haven't even seen any pictures of that. That's odd. Horace and Jasper. Yeah. yeah. Especially in the sequel, I love those two. (laughs) You've seen 101 Dalmatians too, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so that's everything that we got on Cruella. Um, Really excited. I love Emma Stone. I do too. I love Emma Thompson. Yeah. I'm interested now to see. I got to look at who the other two guys are in the image as well. Cause I hope, cause Horace and Jasper are like two of my favorite villains in Disney lore. So I'm really hoping, hoping that they can deliver on them. 
I can actually find out. Oh. Aren't you so sweet? Keep talking like that and I won't. <laughs> Maybe. No, I was on the wrong page. Let's give Caleb a round of applause, everybody. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Okay, so Paul Walter Hauser appears to be playing Horace, and then Joel Fry is playing Jasper. Yes. Can you have pictures? Uh, so Joel Fry was in Yesterday, and he was also in Game of Thrones. Two things I've never seen. Still boggles my mind that you haven't seen. Game of Thrones? Yeah. Not my thing. So, Paul Walter Hauser. So, he was in Itania. Oh. Yeah. So, he's just kind of like a big old, like a huskier guy. Okay, so is he playing horse? Yeah. Okay. All right. I could see that. Okay, and then Joel Fry. Kind of a younger dude. I don't remember him from Game of Thrones, though. Well, I should have seen him as Jasper. Yeah. Looks about the same. Yeah. So, cool. So, yeah, that's who's playing Horse and Jasper. Sweet. All right. Next up, we got Lady and the Tramp. So, this is a Disney Plus movie. Yeah. Not a show. And this... I thought it was going to look goofy, but it looks it was, really good. It really does. Like, the mouth movements on the animals look amazing. Yeah, and it looks like they give them, at least with Tramp, I mean, maybe I must, like, I was seeing shit, but it looks like they give them, like, emotion in the face. It did look like that. Which is something that they could have used in Lion King. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they, you know, took notes. Yeah, maybe. Cause I feel like you can get away with a, with animating a animal's face a lot. You can. I agree. Like I feel like with Lion King, they were just they were trying not to. They were trying to go with realistic movement. Literally just move the mouth. Yeah, and then with this, they kind of like movement with the eyes and everything. And it's the eyes are like really important. Yes, I completely agree. So I really really liked this trailer i did too it's very heartwarming it's it gave me the same kind of feeling that i got watching the lady in the, the channel yeah absolutely same like yeah after i finished this trailer i'm like damn that looks really good like i expected to kind of just finish this trailer and just be like eh but no i'm pretty excited for this yeah like with everything that we saw this could have easily been released in theaters oh hands down and kind of a ballsy move for disney to do lady and the tramp and release it on a streaming service yeah considering this will be their first live action movie that's not released in theaters or live action remake right that's what i meant and i'm not upset about it at all i'm not either i'm excited i'm I'm really excited for this one me too yeah very heartwarming stuff and it seems like they add like a lot of like their own stuff which is fine by me yeah, I love when directors can take shit and do their own things with it. Obviously, staying true to like 
the message, but also being, I feel it just adds a little bit of magic to I feel this one you can definitely like stray off a little bit. Uh, with The Lion King, I can understand why John Favreau didn't, and that's just because like literally, I don't know. It you, was a lose lose. It really was because there's so many people that consider The Lion King their favorite animated film of all time. Yeah. We're looking at you, Victor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So next up, we got a trailer for a Christmas movie called Noel, starring Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader. I am so excited for this. This looks really fun. It really does. I love Christmas movies, and especially this kind of Christmas movie. Just, I'm, I'm so excited for this. I think it's so cool that... Anna Kendrick is playing Santa's brother and like how she says, oh, sister, sorry, sister, (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little tired. I'm sorry Um, that Anna Kendrick is playing Santa's sister um, and how she's like, oh, you know, you should you should take the weekend off, you know, you know, but he doesn't like tell anybody and uh, like a code red is sent out to, you know, get Santa Claus back and like Bill Hader's like, you know what? I don't think I want to be Santa anymore. It just sounds like a really fun movie. Yeah. I'm really excited for this. Definitely. This definitely has like a uh, Arthur Christmas vibe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. But it seems fun. Yeah. Like I, Bill Hader, I love Bill Hader. I love Anna Kendrick. I, who doesn't? Right. Like she's just like a little bundle of joy. <laughs> she really is. And I like that you related it to Arthur Christmas because that is a great Christmas movie, in my opinion. I it love that movie good. to death. So, yeah, I I really hope this is good. Me too. Uh, if anything, I'm afraid it's going to be cheesy. That's the biggest fear I have for this movie. Yeah, that's f- what did um, what's the ending joke? How uh, the lady is saying, "Oh, you're wearing a." leggings or something but then anna kendrick is saying something else yeah i i, I forget the joke i'm just like i kind of our yoga pants yeah or something like that oh yeah she was like oh yogurt pants and they're like no yoga pants yogurt pants i'm like okay you're ca- uh, the joke went on too long yeah yeah i i agree <laughs> So that's what that's that's the the joke that actually made me afraid that this is gonna yeah, be cheesy. I, I was on board until they kept stretching that out. I'm still on board, but that just scares me a little bit. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I haven't hated anything Anna Kendrick is in yet, so Yeah, neither have I. She made trolls a lot better. Yeah, let's see if she can save the second one. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot there's a second one. Yep. <laughs> I don't even think everyone I watched... wishes that they could. <laughs> I enjoy the first trolls, so oh. Alright, then the last bit of Disney news that we got. Um so we got two new original uh concepts for a movie. So the first one is for a movie called Soul. And then the other one is called Raya and the Last Dragon. So the concept art was released for both of those. Actually, official art was released for Soul. Concept art was released for Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, so first off, Soul, it follows uh, a high school, I think junior high or high school music teacher 
that didn't get to pursue his dreams as a jazz musician. And he's going to be voiced by Jamie Foxx. And I'm really excited for that. I am too. That's really good casting. And then I guess like there are like little other characters. I'm assuming they're called Souls. Because, duh. (laughs) But, yeah. So one of them is going to be voiced by uh, Tina Fey. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm... I'm interested. I am too. I, th- I think Jamie Foxx, we, we know he can sing. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Like, for sure. And he does, like, very soulful music, very jazzy music. And, yeah, like he did that in uh, in Ray. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then Raya and the Last Dragon, that concept art was a little harder to find. Like, we got, so with Soul, we got very Inside Out vibes from the, the, character yeah that was getting a kind of an inside out two vibe yeah like the what would you call those models yeah i would say that yeah then raya and the last dragon it was just concept art so it was very it didn't show any like fine detail or anything mm-hmm. um but it's it's pixar i mean how can it not be good like good animation or a good movie Animation. Okay, I was going to say, because Pixar's had some duds. Yeah. Uh, We also got, like, footage descriptions for a lot of stuff, but we're not going to get into the footage descriptions because we're going to... I'm pretty sure we're going to see that footage eventually. Yes. Um, So, yeah, we're just not going to talk about that stuff. Um, And I think that covers everything in Disney. Did you have anything else to add? No. Uh Uh-uh. Cool. All right, moving on to the shit that we know. <laughs> but Marvel Kayla probably knows more about. Just because I've done a lot of research on it. Uh, so first off, Black Panther 2 gets a yes. release date for May 2022. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm and I love that logo. Pumped. That logo looks so badass. Well, it's just the original, the Black Panther two logo with the two on it. I know, but it still looks really cool. Yeah, but it's illuminated in purple. Was the original not illuminated? In no, purple? it wasn't. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I did not know that or realize that. Come on, man! Well, it just looked the same <laughs> to me. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I'm really excited about this. Me too. Love the first Black Panther. I love that the director's coming back. Ryan Coogler, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm really pumped for that. I am too. Really freaking excited. I'm kind of wondering who's going to be the villain in that. Yeah. That's if they even have a villain. That's a good point. Because they killed off two of his like bigger villains. Yeah. And I was going to say maybe M'Baku, but M'Baku is kind of his friend now. Yeah, don't turn M'Baku bad. Yeah, don't do that. But at the same time, it'd be kind of cool to uh, see Winston Duke take on that kind of character. Right? Because the guy can do it. He totally could. Damn it, I kind of want to see that now. (laughs) Uh, The next bit of news that we got, uh, Kit Harrington was cast in The Eternals. And he will be playing Dane Whitman, also known as the Black Knight. Badass name. 
total badass name. A uh, bit of typecasting there, I'm feeling. I'll give you that. Because he's just basically going from Game of Thrones to the Eternals. But I'm so happy that Marvel was able to grab him. Yes, I am too. So, I don't know too much about Dane Whitman. So, I'm going to go to his Wikipedia page really quick. And kind of get like a quick history of Dane. Um, So, he is the third character... To bear the Black Knight name. Oh. Uh, apparently he's a supervillain. For for the Avengers. Plot twist. <laughs> yeah, so his alter ego is Dane Whitman. Alright, let's see. Yeah, so he was born in Massachusetts. Best known as the modern day Black Knight. Uh, okay, so he took the Black Knight title from his uncle, and yeah, so he took Black Knight, or the Black Knight title, went on his first, like, outing, and he was mistaken for his uncle, and was attacked by the Avengers. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, they eventually realized their mistake. Uh, he later infiltrated the Masters of Evil, proving his worth to the Avengers, which offered him provisional membership. Uh, he seems like kind of a not-eternal-like character. Okay, he helped defeat Kang the Conqueror, which is pretty badass. That is. Uh, he helped the Avengers beat Kang... Even though he wasn't like a full member, he doesn't really have a lot of history that I'm seeing off the top. So he gets to like this ebony blade. Oh, okay. So he has this eb- this ebony blade mm-hmm. that was uh, used to put out the Promethean flame by Ares. And turn most of the Olympians to crystal. And then he went to Olympus and helped defeat Ares. Hmm. Uh, so he ends up like taking the ebony blade. But he learned that it was cursed. And every time it drew blood, it drove its user closer to madness. Damn. Mm-hmm. And not a whole lot... Ooh, Cersei with the Eternals. Okay. He became romantically involved with one of his teammates, Cersei of the Eternals. The relationship soon came under strain as Cersei proved increasingly unstable due to the machinations of a man called Proctor. In uh, an attempt to stabilize her fellow eternal Icarus, mentally bonded Cersei and Whitman with a process called Ganjosen, and this did little to slow the process, not least to do Whitman's resentment as having the bond imposed upon him, especially as he was beginning blah, 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 blah. I'm going to have to do more research on him, because <laughs> <laughs> his story's kind of like, I can't, some of these I can like skim through and figure out what happened, but yeah. 
seriously so what i was obviously what we were able to gather he's not the first black knight he gets romantically involved with cersei from the eternals he has this ebony blade that when people or when he draws blood with it drives him to madness and yeah so he sounds like an interesting character he does I mean, as much as we, I can gather, <laughs> like he just kind of got bushwhacked by the Avengers <laughs> a lot <laughs> on accident. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel Kent Harrington, great casting. I I completely agree. All right, moving on to She Hulk, Moon Knight, and Miss Marvel announced for Disney Plus shows. Oh my gosh, I'm so freaking pumped. The best part about this was an announcement was when I sent the the picture to Caleb and he's like, Bros, you better not be bullshitting me right now. Would you say like you'll punch you in the throat or something? Yep. Like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I posted that on Instagram just in case anyone was doubting that we actually talk like we do yeah. <laughs> to each other. <laughs> no, we do. Yeah, this is one hundred percent real. Yeah. Like the only Difference between this and a normal conversation is the mic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Ms. Marvel. So She-Hulk, or so none of these shows have been cast yet. Uh, they really have no info about them other than just being said that they're making them. Yeah. I'm really interested to see how they do She-Hulk. Really interested to see how they do She-Hulk. I'm too, I'm kind of hoping that they do like what they did with Mark Ruffalo for the Hulk motion capture. That's what I want. Yeah, I I don't. I'm have I would have issues with that because She-Hulk is not as big as the Hulk. That's a good point. She's just slightly larger. Yeah. Like I think. Wait, slightly larger. Don't... Yeah, She-Hulk isn't like. Isn't that much bigger than, like, everyone else? Oh, okay. The way you said, like, slightly bigger, I'm like, wait, she's bigger than the Hulk? Yeah. The so, way you're saying that, I'm like, see. what? So, her profile. As Jennifer Walters, she is about five foot one. As She-Hulk, she is six foot seven. So, she's not... As not nearly as tall as the Hulk. Okay. Like, she, I'm so yeah. Like to get honestly, she probably. So she'd be like, uh, five inches taller than me. Okay. Which is like a big growth. I mean, if you're considering she's five foot one. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a growth spurt. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I they could honestly just make her a little bigger like just cgi her to be a tad bigger so you kind of want prosthetics mostly they could easily do prosthetics yeah like i'm trying to think if like what else they could do because i was thinking that maybe they could cast someone else but maybe like have a jennifer walters human and then a she-hulk but cast them as two different people but I also think that that wouldn't work with what, especially with what they did to Hulk. Yeah, that's true. Like they made Hulk look very Mark Ruffalo esque. They did. 
So which I, I feel, did appreciate. Yeah, I feel it would be a disservice to cast someone else as She Hulk and versus who she is with um, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Jennifer both ways, but whatever. <laughs> So I think that they should just do the, like the Mark Ruffalo treatment, but just make her taller. Yeah. Okay. Like I think they could just get away with doing like the motion capture suit, and then basically what they did with Ultron, just like the. Oh yeah, there you go. The big old rod up the back. Yeah. And then like that's where their the eye line needs to be, and then they just superimpose her over. The scene. Yeah, that would be a really good way to do it. That's what I hope they do. Yeah. Because I don't know if like a completely CGI She-Hulk would work. Like I feel like that would get really choppy looking quick. Yeah. Especially during the action sequences. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, so I'm really excited for that. Uh, really excited for Moon Knight. Like, Moon Knight's crazy. Like, I've been doing a lot of research on Moon Knight. And he's like insane. Definitely has like a um, a normal storyline, just someone that turned mercenary, yeah, left for dead. But he gets like offered up to this Egyptian god that possesses him, and takes over his body and makes him become like Moon Knight, but also kind of drives him crazy. Where it's kind of like a multiple personality disorder. Like I think. There was a variation where it he does doesn't have any powers. He has multiple personality disorder, and his the voice in his head or the god that's possessed him yeah. is his is one of his other personalities. That just like like because you know like what they did with Split, where it's like one of them had diabetes, one mm-hmm. of them could do like all that other stuff. Yeah, so thing was that maybe one of the or that other personality is what gives him all of his like super abilities um but i love why he wears white instead of black because he mostly fights at night so he's like he's like batman if batman had multiple personality disorder wore white and that's it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna say batshit crazy, but Batman's Batman's nuts. True. So he wears white because he wants people to see him coming. That's actually pretty funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I was a bad guy and I hurt, like, why the hell are you wearing white, not black? Like, that's not very stealthy. And he's like, I want you to see me coming. I'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> But yeah, everything's like moon themed with him. Like he has moon boomerangs and whatnot. It's basically just imagine Batman dressed in white with moon. So is the symbol <laughs> the moon mobile? Is that what he calls it? Uh, he no, he, he has a jet that Aww. looks like the moon. I don't know if he has a car. <laughs> Dang it! Come on, the moon mobile. <laughs> uh, he's great though. I freaking love Moon Knight. So I'm really excited to see what they do with him. Me too. Like what route they take, if it's going to be like the Egyptian possession or if they go full, like this is multiple personality disorder shit. They just got to bring in the moon mobile. Yeah. Cause he has like oh, other, 
not really different personalities, but he can access, I don't like different variations of his personalities. And they, each of those variations have different fighting styles. Hmm. Like one has a very Spider-Man feel like fighting style. Yeah. One has a very Captain America like fighting style. Okay. I don't know if they could ever pull that off. Might be able to. Maybe. I feel it'd be hard to. Yeah, okay. I mean, especially now that Sony has Spider-Man back. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, Moving on to Ms. Marvel. So we did the Dreamcast for this. Yeah. And I kind of want that exact yeah, I was, story yeah, I was gonna turn bring into that a up. show. Yeah. <laughs> Disney um, should just buy your script now. Yeah. One thing that I did see... That I didn't see in this the article that where I put all this stuff down. The writers of Ms. Marvel are not a hundred percent sure how her powers are gonna work in live action. Really? Yeah. And that was the biggest thing that I had an issue with. Like how would her powers look? Yeah. And it's very difficult to pull off, I feel. And so they haven't announced any release dates for these, right? No, no I release dates. F- I feel Miss Marvel might actually be like the last one that they release because I think this might be the hardest one to pull off. I feel that too. I feel like they're the order that I think they're going to get released in is Moon Knight because I think he requires the least amount of special effects. Yes. Then She Hulk until like, unless they already have an idea for the the model. Yeah. And then Miss Marvel, because like they said, they don't know how her powers are going to work. It's understandable. And I feel like they can make her powers work well, but they need to take a little inspiration from Sandman. Yeah, I I would definitely agree with you there. Yeah, like... I felt that scene worked really well when they're fighting in that cab, when his hand grows really big because that's one of her oh, powers. She awesome. her, it grows and then she you can she can punch. Yeah, but that's like how a lot of her powers work. She grows and like think she can stretch out. Yeah, the stretching I don't think they'll have an issue with. No, and they I think if they make it Mr. seem Fantastic. like, I think if they make it seem less like Mr. Fantastic, where it's like an infinite amount of stretch, yeah, and where it's more like you can see like the limits, like the more she stretches out, like the thinner her arm gets. That would be so cool to see that. Yeah. Right. Oh, that would be awesome. Like, and then like with Miss, like you can definitely like have that variation with Mr. Fantastic when they eventually introduce him, where yeah. his is like an infinite stretch, where his like maybe the his shoulder stays the same mm. like the same size and then when she, with hers like it you can it's like stretch armstrong and then when she like grows her her limbs or whatever yeah those just kind of just grow like they don't take anything it's just whenever she stretches that'd be so cool yeah oh that'd be that'd way be, cool that'd be awesome like I think that just it's just the fine details with that. Yeah. Um So that's how I would see her power or her powers working. I I hope that that's what they do. I do too. <laughs> Cuz I feel like if they did like exactly how her powers work in the comics, that would look really funky. 
Yeah. Alright. Um next up we got the Game of Thrones director Matt Shackman to direct WandaVision. And excellent choice. This show's gonna be weird. <laughs> it is. Especially judging by that poster. It's gonna be trippy. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so some of the news that we got, Tayona Paris, who's from Mad Men, and if Beale Street could talk, is to play the older Monica Rambeau. Uh, Kat Dennings is returning to play Darcy. Yes. Randall Park is returning to play Jimmy Woo. And Catherine Hahn, who's from Bad Moms, Step Brothers, and the voice of Doc Ock in Into the Spider-Verse is cast as the nosy neighbor. <laughs> Catchy name. I don't know how any of these people fit into a WandaVision show. So this yeah, is you got me weird. There. Yeah, it, it is. But I guess we'll find out. So it's reported to be, this is supposed to be half an MCU epic and half sitcom. Interesting. Yeah. So and it's re- set to release in spring of 2021. So are we going to get an I Love Lucy vibe from it? That's what I'm feeling, yeah. dude. Cuz so like th- we got the poster released and there was like some footage that was released too that they kind of went over. Yeah. But like we said we're not going over that stuff. So we're just going off of what we can see. Um so the poster shows like a very housewifed up Scarlet Witch. Or yeah, Wanda. Wanda. And basically Paul Bettany. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically what it <laughs> sitting is. Sitting on a couch in front of a TV that's... Sh- and wherever the TV is, there's color. Yeah. Like, wherever that's shining. But the background's all black and white. So I'm wondering if they're going to start incorporating her reality warping powers. I feel that would make the most sense. That's what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. too. So obviously, yeah, they have not brought back uh, Vision yet. Mm-hmm. So I could see that, like, I guess in the comics, there's a House of M series where Scarlet Witch kind of loses her mind and creates this world where basically all the mutants are dead. So it like ends up killing all these mutants. Damn. And she brings back. Uh, some people in her life that had died, like her kids, like I guess her kids died, and then she brings them back in this reality, and it's just like everything's run by like how crazy her mind is. So wow. I'm feeling that's what's happening. With yeah, that. And then, like, did you notice the shadow? Yeah, who is that? That's Scarlet Witch. Oh, that is. Yeah. Oh shit. I don't and know. Vision. So, like, yeah, you get the, like, the housewife Wanda and, I don't even know what to call it, Paul Bettany, (laughs) (laughs) sitting on this couch, and then if you look on the background where the, or where the TV's kind of shining on the wall, you get, like, the outline of Vision, but he doesn't have any hair, and you can see, like, the hole in his head, where, like, I'm guessing, like, the Infinity Stone. Yeah. And then next to him is Wanda, but it looks like she has the headdress on from the comics. Ooh. And this one's supposed to 
to tie in really closely to Doctor Strange 2. And people are starting to speculate that she's going to be the villain of Doctor Strange 2. So down for that. Right? So down. I would be too, just because I want... I think Elizabeth Olsen could pull it off. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's interesting to like to see the contrast between two different people, where Wanda had her twin, yes. Quicksilver, that yeah. she lost the Quicksilver. Yeah, poor Pietro. Then she loses Vision after like forming a relationship with him. That could be her dive into madness. Yeah, she's literally lost everyone that she loves. Yeah, she was ready to freaking, like, destroy Thanos. Yeah. If you wouldn't have called Hailfire, then screwed. Or Rainfire, sorry. Yeah, he would have freaking, like, it would have been graphic. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Very. So. Purple blood everywhere. I'm really, this is, like, the show that I'm most intrigued by. Out of all the shows, out of all the shows, for so all Marvel shows or all so just Marvel shows or all shows, probably all Marvel shows. Okay, this is so like I I'm I'm excited for She Hulk, Moon Knight, and Ms. Marvel. Yeah, so like I'm pumped. I think the one that I'm most excited for, just like fanboying over, is Ms. Marvel. Okay. The one I'm the, like, so WandaVision is the one I'm most intrigued by. Okay, now that you've said it like that, I would have to agree. Like, fanboying, it would be Hawkeye, but more so, like, intrigued. Yeah, I'd have to go for WandaVision. Yeah. Like, I can kind of maybe guess what's going to happen in She Hulk, Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, uh, Falcon, and the Winter Soldier, which we're going to be talking about next. I can, I can guess what's going to happen with those. Yeah. I have, like, not exactly, but I have an idea. I have no idea what's going to happen yeah. in WandaVision. No, I don't either. And I think that's good. I think Disney or Disney and Marvel are going to like try to keep it under wraps as best they can. Yeah. And when they said like half MCU epic, I was just like, well, duh. And then when they said half sitcom, I was just like, wait. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I think Moon Knight is going to be like action. Ms. Marvel is going to be like a teen drama. Yeah. She-Hulk, I'm betting she's going to be, like, I'm guessing CSI or Law & Order with a little extra action behind it. Because it's Hulk's cousin. I mean, duh. True. <laughs> Very true. Um, Yeah, so that one, I just, I don't know anything about it, and I love it. <laughs> Like, that's probably what I'm most excited for in Phase 4, this show, and Doctor Strange 2. Those are definitely my top three. The, those definitely. Two, those two and Hawkeye, of course. So, yeah, like I said, this releases in spring of 2021. So far away. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So we got a lot of news about this stuff. So Emily Van Camp will be returning as Sharon Carter, which I did. We already know this. Uh, I think so. I think it was announced a couple weeks ago. 
Okay, I'm not 100% certain we already knew this or announced we it. We might have. I know we... I don't... Yeah, I can't remember. Daniel... Daniel Bruh? Daniel Brule. Brule? Brule? Yeah. I We knew he was going to come back. Yes. I don't know if we knew about Sharon, though. We might not have. So, yeah, yeah she's it's... returning to reprise her role as Sharon Carter. <sighs> I hope they don't make... Try to do a love interest. I hope shit. not either. Please no. Um, so this is going to be directed by Carrie Scogland, who is known for directing The Handmaid's Tale, which I haven't seen, but I heard it's amazing. Yeah, I've heard the same thing as well. House of Cards. Never seen. Yeah, and The Walking Dead. Never seen either. I haven't either, but I do know it's good. I'm not. I'm just not into zombies. I'm not either. So yeah. So I'm excited for that because like that track record is just a plus. Um, the other news we got: Wyatt Russell, who was, what was he a hockey player? In what? In Twenty Two Jump Street. Oh no, he was a football player. A football player. I think he was a hockey player in real life. Oh, I was. Oh, I think so. Cool. If Google lied, Google may have lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only thing that we knew him from. Yeah, that's... that's yeah, 22 Jump Street. He was a football player. And he is set to be playing John Walker, also known as the U.S. agent in the comics. And I did a little... Or so we did a little reading on him mm-hmm. before. This is like Mirror Captain America. Yeah. But, I don't know. I feel like Mirror Captain America is, like, communist. (laughs) So, (laughs) maybe he's kind of, like, a different kind of Captain America. So, he's, like, this dude that went and got, like, some powers from this guy. uh, Just gave him enhanced, basically, what Captain America has. Yeah. And he kind of hated Captain America. In a way, he he thinks Captain America is like an outdated uh, national symbol mm-hmm. because of all the shit that happened. I'm guessing from Civil War, because Captain America is a very very much a fight for the people kind of person and fighting for their freedoms and everything. U.S. agent, on the other hand, he does whatever the government tells him to do. He fights for freedom, but he fights for the government. So anything that the government tells him to do, he does. And in the, from what we read, so Steve Rogers was giving up his his the suit as Captain America going to become the Nomad. So the government was kind of like, hey, we need someone to fill in as Captain America. And they were considering either having Nick Fury, which Nick Fury at the time was the old white dude with the patch. Yeah. Or Falcon, having either of those take over. But in the comics at the time, Nick Fury liked the anonymity of being director of S.H.I.E.L.D. And he was too old. To be Captain America, so he's like, hell no. <laughs> and then the government was thinking about Falcon, but they're like, I don't, they don't think that the country's ready for a black Captain America. So they decided, or so someone from the 
the commission of like superhero activities or whatever decided on John Walker and John Walker had been like criticizing Captain America for years and just being like, all right, like, I guess like that's what the government's telling me to do. Like I'll do anything that the government says. And that's like where Captain America and him differ a lot. So like when we say mirror, it's just opposite values. Yeah. Like, Captain America will do what he feels is right, no matter what. John Walker, he will go, he will do whatever the law tells him to, no matter what, even if he doesn't agree with it. So it's a very different, like, morality. Yeah, it really is. And I'm intrigued as hell. I am too. Like, I kind of want his own show. (laughs) I think it's interesting who they cast, too, because I've only seen him in a comedy movie. But I mean, there were some parts in Twenty Two Jump Street, especially his uh, his interactions alone with Channing Tatum, where I mean, like, I guess he did get like kind of a little dramatic. Um, so I think it will be interesting to see how he takes on this character. Yeah, definitely. Um, the other thing that we got from this show was a poster. Yeah, the old Bucky is back. The old Bucky is back, and I could not be happier about I, it. Yeah, same. I did not like long-haired Bucky. I didn't hate him, but... I didn't like him. Really? Like, it fit for Winter Soldier, but then it just kind of got all Jesus-y. <laughs> See, I disagree. I don't know. I didn't mind it. If anything, I liked how he looked better in Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame than actually he did in uh, The Winter Soldier. Serious? Yeah, because well, because in the Winter Soldier he didn't have the beard. Yeah. So with the beard and the long hair, I think it looks a lot better. Uh, in my opinion. Uh, your well, opinions are wrong. Well, and eh, you too. <laughs> I don't know. I like clean cut, shaved Bucky. Do you like clean cut, shaved Cap too, or did you like bearded, long haired Cap? I liked bearded, long haired Nomad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot it's no bad. Sorry, it's not Cap. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, I just preferred the clean cut Bucky. I, li- I like them both. I just felt his hair got a little long in Infinity War. See, I disagree. Like Civil War, I could have dealt with Winter Soldier. I could, I dealt with like I liked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Civil War I liked. It was just Infinity War. It just got a little long hmm. for me but i like that he's going back to like the bucky that we know um did he so he was kind of wearing the same outfit that he was in the first avenger right yes what did he have his arm exposed i didn't notice i didn't either yeah. shit we suck <laughs> uh barely barely okay yeah yeah. you can kind of see his arm i like that a lot i i do too i like his suit i do too like it's just kind of like a plainer version of what he had in first avenger i'm loving falcon's suit oh and i'm loving the new goggles too i feel we're getting lied to oh with falcon yep (laughs) i think they just don't want to show the captain america suit yet because look at the way he's holding his arm 
That's a good point. He could easily be holding a shield in that pose. Oh yeah, hands down. Like I think I think we're getting lied to. <laughs> like I think that this is just like uh something that they wanted to show off, but they didn't want to show off like everything yet. Yeah. Cuz I I I feel like the rail poster he I think Bucky looks a lot more winter soldiery. I think he kept I think he kept the long hair. To be honest, yeah, probably. I don't know if he's he's going back to clean cut. But I'm, I have trust issues because of Marvel now, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think Falcon's really in the uh, Captain America outfit because it looks like he's holding a shield. It like. really does, yeah, yeah. So this is uh, set to release in fall of twenty twenty. Uh, anything else? No, I'm stoked for this show. Hell yeah. All right, moving on to what if. So the artwork was released for, uh, like the art style. Yeah, was kind of released, and they showed what Captain Carter, yeah, was gonna look like in what if. And this is like if Captain what Captain uh, <laughs> if <laughs> Peggy Carter became or got the super soldier serum. And I love the art. I, I do too. The art is badass. It is. I love it. <laughs> uh, I love like Captain Carter and then like the shield and it has like the uh, what's that called? Something Jack. Like the the British flag. I, dude, you're asking the wrong guy. Union. Oh, Union Jack. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. So like the Union Jack, I love her suit. Like it looks yes, super cool. It really does. And then we got a little bit of. So this is. I wasn't going to talk about this because this was shown in some footage. But I feel it is important to talk about in the show. Or so. This is if Peggy got the Super Soldier Serum, not Steve. Mm-hmm. In this show. Or in the footage that they showed, weak Steve, I guess is what we'll call him, is shown in the footage, but he shows up in like a mech suit. Interesting. So I'm thinking like maybe he's like the first Iron Man because he's still like friends with Howard. Yeah, that's true. So I feel like this show is going to be like really interesting because like think about all like all that shit. If they're testing the super soldier serum, they yeah. wanted just to see if it worked. Yeah. They tested it on Peggy, mm-hmm. and she becomes like a full-fledged superhero. But she's also dealing with being a woman in the 40s. Yeah. who's No one's going to back her up like freaking Steve is. Very true. Very true. And no one's going to be on her side more than Stark. Yeah. So I feel like we're going to get like the, the Howling Commandos and all of them backing up Peggy. And I, d- I think people are going to have issues with, with Peggy, though. Probably. But I'm freaking pumped. So am I. <laughs> so excited for that show. Like, I love just the What If series. It, it's such an interesting idea. It really is. Yeah. It's oh, so great. So this is set to release in summer of 2021. Everything comes out so late. I know, right? <sighs> like, I feel, like, is anything coming out in 2020? <laughs> I don't think so. 
other than Black Widow, which we'll get to here in a second. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Those are probably gonna be those three shows are gonna be a while. Yeah, I think just the Eternals and Black Widow. Well shit. <laughs> oh no, Falcon Winter Soldier Fall of twenty twenty. Oh yeah. Okay, we can get by. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be okay. All right, moving on. Uh, Kate Heron, who directed Sex Education on Netflix, which Caleb has seen, but uh, Rose a, has not. It's a it's a fairly good show. I'll have to check it out. Uh, she is directing the Loki series, and we didn't get any real new info on that. So she, this is like her bit first big title. Yeah. So hopefully she does good. Yeah. If it's anything luck. like sex education i'm i have high hopes okay the last bit of thing that we're going to talk about black widow we got an official poster and a picture of her new suit yeah of a new suit yeah uh so first off let's just talk about the suit it's white it looks badass it really does I feel it's going to be like a snowsuit. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I feel Black Widow's hair definitely really complements it. Oh, definitely. Definitely really works. Yeah. So the... Let's see what the white suit has. Okay. So the white suit, it has her like normal belt and everything is like black. So it's white and black. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I think is very just snow. That's it screams snow. Yeah, it does. Um, and then the like the official poster, which is awesome, so freaking cool. I love this costume. I do too. Like this is a great Black Widow costume suit, whatever. Oh, absolutely. The gold. Yeah. Like this is. Gives me like very Black Widow vibes. Same. Yeah, I like. I love her suit. She has like those batons too. Um. So it's. I love how like the logo split like the the Black Widow triangle. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, talking about the people in the background up, up above her is Taskmaster, mm-hmm. or who we assume is Taskmaster. I don't know if they've officially said Taskmaster. Yeah, I don't know if they have either. I don't think they have. I'm hoping not, because I, I don't like the mask. I don't either. It literally looks like he just took a skull mask and put sunglasses over it. Exactly. But, uh, I, I think it is, because isn't that concept of them fighting, he is holding that shield? I think so. Yeah, that's very... Ta- that's Taskmaster's shield. Oh, damn it. Okay, <laughs> and then the people to the left of her, there's four women. And those are supposed to be, from what I, I've heard on another podcast, those are supposed to be the other Black Widows. Oh. Like, those are all people that so... went through the Black Widow program and, like, made it. Cool. Yeah, and then over to... The right, we get our first look at David Harbour in his Red Guardian outfit. 
I have to admit, it looks pretty cool. It is badass. So I this is it. like communist Captain America. Damn. The Red Guardian like has the same fighting style. Like everyone seems to like. I can definitely see Captain America being like a big hit. Like Taskmaster has that kind of shield. Red Guardian has that kind of shield. If they go comic accurate, U.S. Agent is going to have that kind of shield. Like, I feel everyone's going to be, like, fighting for that Captain America spot. Yeah. But Red Guardian has a uh, major love-hate relationship with Captain America. <laughs> At least that's what, how David Harbour's describing it, because he... Because he came out wearing a uh, Captain America shirt, and they're oh, like, yeah, oh, that. is Red Guardian a fan of Captain America? And he's just like, it's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So it's super cool. It I'm, is. I gl- I'm so glad he's keeping the beard. Yeah, I am too. Like, so glad. Like, that's going to look awesome. So I actually learned something new. When they announced that David Harbour was, like, the name of David Harbour's character. I think yeah. it's, like, Alexei something Russian. <laughs> <laughs> but in the comics, I guess he is supposed to be, like, I know his last name starts with an S. But he's supposed to be Black Widow's husband. Oh, shit. Yeah, I guess in the Black Widow program, they just kind of got... they got paired up and like married each other so that's kind of like her husband like she's separated but not divorced okay (laughs) situation or like joined together in russia or whatever yeah like nothing like official on paper i'm guessing okay i gotta have to do more research on it to find out if like that's actually true but how trippy would that dynamic be that'd be extremely trippy (laughs) i would actually really like that Definitely be a bold move, but yeah, I'd be down for it. Like, what if, like, that's why, they could actually justify that that's why David Harbour, or that he becomes the Red Guardian. Like, the that's communist true. Captain America, because maybe he's seeing her doing all this stuff with Captain America, and being, like, trying to win her over, and being like, oh, this is what she likes, like, she likes this guy so maybe i can be that yeah that's a good point and i feel like that dynamic because maybe like it's something that they they worked together or something like that Mm -hmm. because i feel like they can't have taskmaster another black widow for her to fight and the red guardian yeah i think red guardian should be like a team member i agree so maybe like it's something that she goes to russia on this mission runs into him and he's wearing this red guardian maybe she's just like what are you doing (laughs) and then like backstory on like their marriage or whatever like i i would love that dynamic a lot that would be really cool i'm interested to see how what direction marvel takes this movie i'm so excited for it i am too i love red guardian like the suit and everything it looks great it really does. He even has like the star. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, ah. uh, and it's David Harbor. I mean, yeah. has he done anything that I haven't liked? No. <laughs> and then, uh, who was uh, the girl to uh, next to David Harbor's character? 
the girl next to her or to him? Yeah. Do you know who that is? Ooh. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out when the movie comes out. May or the trailer. Yeah, I have no idea who that's supposed to be. Huh. I need someone to like break down this poster. <laughs> <laughs> when do you think we'll see a trailer? Probably like fall or winter. So when does this come out? May of next year. May of 2020? Yeah. Okay, if it comes out May I mean, 2020. We didn't, we didn't get an Endgame trailer until December, but that's understandable because Marvel was trying to keep that movie so under wraps. Right. I don't think Marvel's trying to keep this stuff as hidden. Yeah. Because I feel like they've given us a lot of they stuff. So, so I'm thinking like probably November. Maybe October? Late October, early November. Yeah, I feel that's a that's a good range. Yeah. At least that's like before we get like f- footage. Yeah. Um like an official trailer, I'm guessing I would guess end of November, early December. I agree. But like I definitely see us getting a teaser before that. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. So that covers everything from D23. So much. So much stuff, but so much (laughs) great stuff. Yes. All right. So, if you liked this episode and want to hear more of us, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, or Spotify. Uh, You can also check us out on YouTube. All of our content gets released to YouTube. New videos will be headed your way soonish. Just gotta film. Uh, I'm not gonna say soonish because I have to leave for a few weeks. Yeah, so we should try to film a hunting video once we get back. Yeah, like we can do a video. Like I'll just send you the footage. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's we'll talk one. about that later. Okay. Um. Anyway, if you want to follow us and our shenanigans on Facebook. Or social media. Don't give me that look. No, I, I like it. Shenanigans. Digging it. Don't make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> make everything weird. Uh, if you want to f- follow us on social media, we are on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the all bros. We are on Twitter. Our handle is at the all bros. And that is the same for Instagram at the all bros. Our email is the all bros channel at gmail.com. Or you can go on our website which is tinyurl.com forward slash the all bros. I haven't updated that in a while. I need to. The hell, man. I'm just kidding. Well, we haven't done enough shit for me to update. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. So if you have a movie you want us to break down, a showdown idea, uh, or give us a topic to do a Dreamcast on, yeah, email us or message us on social media. We'll do anything. Yeah. Um, we really Dreamcast will. might take a little longer to do. But showdowns and breakdowns we can do immediately. And we would love to hear from you guys. We really would. And if you want to be a guest, just let us know. Yeah. Like More if you're someone that knows you. a shit ton about Star Wars. <laughs> have you. Yeah. yeah. Put us in our place. Yeah, come rip us a new asshole. Like <laughs> we don't give a shit. Yeah. Like if you want to get like like even with like reviews, if you want to give us like a bad one the rage fuels us <laughs> <laughs> oh shit 
Just know that I might be crying in the corner after we finish recording. Yeah, we'll be fine, though. <laughs> Will we, though? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next week, I think we're going to try and do a breakdown of either Good Boys or Ready or Not. Yeah, one of the two. Uh, when we actually decide on what to do, we'll post about it on our Instagram. So, with that, we will catch you guys next week. Uh, I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And this has been the All Bros Podcast. Deuces. Bye. I didn't do Herbert. Can you believe it? Nope. He's coming back now that you said that. Gosh damn it. (laughs)